If you could change any choice you have ever made, would you? You can always make another choice and change the course of your success. Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of the Inspired Choices Show, business optimization expert, Christine McIver. Welcome, my friends. It's so lovely to see you tonight. How are you? It is Wednesday, February the 28th. It is the leap year. Are you ready to leap? Are you getting ready to leap? It's time to leap. And how about leaping forward in your business? I think that's something that would be excellent for everyone to be doing, is leaping forward in their business. So tonight we're talking about how to end business abuse. I am your host, Christine McIver. I'm a business optimization expert. I work with business owners of many different size businesses to look at where the gaps are in their businesses, what they can be doing to really leverage their business with the different um, areas of expertise, different areas of um, where they focus in business, what they want to be really um, growing in their business and how they can really leverage their business to create more revenue, but more ease and pleasure as well. So I am also the CEO of the Inspired Choices Network, where we bring people's voices to the world, where we create them as a global authority, taking their message where people are listening and where people are watching. So if you're someone who is looking to put your toe into the water of really scaling what you're doing, or even maybe you're somebody that's just ready to get started, we can support you in that. We're also, um, we also do summits. We are summit production company and we bring groups together. We have fabulous summits. We have fabulous conferences where we bring people together and we have these top-notch speakers sharing their brilliance and then working with us. We take all of those talks to the world as well. So we're really about bringing the voices to the world. If you're someone who has a message and you think about bringing it to the world again and again, reach out. My email is christine at inspiredchoices.ca. I would love to hear from you. Let's have a conversation. Let's see how we can bring your message to the world greater than it is right now. Okay, let's get into tonight's show. We are talking about how to end business abuse. So I'm just going to read the show notes to you and then we'll jump right in. Are you passionate about ethical business practices and want to make a positive impact in the world of business? Have you experienced business abuse? Have you, as a business owner, experienced business abuse? If you're ready to end receiving business abuse, then I invite you to join me tonight. Now, you can come over to inspirechoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room, and you can be asking questions and participating in tonight's show as we go along. So tonight, we're going to explore and discuss the ways in which you can experience your business, your operations in ways that are honoring of you, your abilities, your brilliance, and your contacts. We are going to contracts, rather. We're going to talk about personal responsibility, fair practices for you and your clients, ensuring fair treatment of yourself, and learning to stop allowing business abuse. So how many of you out here are right now experiencing business abuse 
or maybe not at the present time, but you have, and it was not fun. So hands up, how many of you have experienced business abuse? Um, <laughs> uh, we want to we want to ensure that when we are doing that, that when we are um, in that type of situation, that we're not we're not allowing anyone or anything to impede upon our businesses. And yet this is something that goes on again and again, right? We, we look at um, where people are impacting us and we make judgment calls as to what we're going to do about the business abuse. And the really important thing for you to understand is what before someone can actually be abusive to you in your business, you, the business owner, must be very clear about your business practices, about what you are, what you stand for, what you allow, what you deem as something that would be abusive towards you and towards your business. Now, unfortunately, what does occur is that we oftentimes have to experience negative situations before we we really look at it and go, you know what, that does not work for me. It's part of experiencing business. It's part of experiencing who we are as business owners. And it's it's unfortunate, but you don't know what you don't know. Until you've actually gone through something, you don't realize this is not something that I that I will really allow. Now it can, things can change and things can get more complicated. And that's where continuously coming back to what is important to you, what you really want to stand for, just even with yourself, not, not even looking at the clients or the customers or your, your team members, your employees, even your suppliers. You want to look at it from your perspective. You need to be doing a yearly evaluation, not just of your finances, not just of your sales, but also of how you operate. How you operate in business is part of your business strategy. And understanding this can make your decisions within the business so much easier as you go along. So one of the first things I did was I looked at the original definition of abuse. So the word abuse uh, came through in the 1500s and it was to misuse, to misuse or misapply. And it's often referred to as power and money. Now let's talk about misuse. There is going to be different perspectives that we're going to look at from um, with business abuse that we're going to look at it from the perspective of people are misabusing you as the business owner. Then we're going to look at you as the business owner abusing people in your business. Again, team members, employees, clients, customers, suppliers, and the people that are abusing you can include customers, clients, team members, employees, and suppliers. Also, uh, lots of other roles can be misabusing you in, um, in business. 
But the really big one that I, you know, you know that I'm going to talk about tonight is you, you, the business owner, abusing yourself in business. That is actually one of the number one areas that when I'm working with clients, whether we actually name it abuse, that's one of the number one areas that I work with clients in their business because the decisions that they're making and how they are operating in their business is abusing them in so many ways. We've all done it. We don't even realize that that's what it actually is. Um, And it's something that when you start to hear this and you start to realize that you have been abusing yourself in your own business, you'll never forget it. And you'll start to make some better decisions that are honoring of you and honoring of your business. Very, very important that we are doing both. So abusive people gain and maintain power over their victim and controlling or co- with controlling or co- co- coercive um, behavior. And that can lead to psychological, physical, sexual, or financial abuse. Now, in business, it often comes through as manipulation, manipulation, and sometimes a um, a threat, maybe not a direct threat, but an implied threat of withdrawal of business, withdrawal of money. And when that occurs, we as the business owner really knock up against our values. What's more important for me to stand up for what I believe in or for me to be able to pay my bills? And that's a tough one. I'm not going to say that it isn't tough. It's tough. I have been there. I have been there when people have taken advantage and tried to manipulate me into doing what they wanted me to do because of the implied threat of withdrawal of money. That's not fun. That's not a fun place to be. And it's it really is something that we have to look at. We have to be willing to look at and work through. Now, for some people, they maybe never experienced some kind of implied threat in their life. And I'm not talking about business. I'm not talking about money, any kind of implied threat. But if you have ever experienced a threat or an implied threat, um, which felt very controlling. If you ever felt like, I don't have a choice here. I have no choice. How many of us have been in that space where we have like went, oh my God, I don't have a choice. I have to do this. I have to do this. We have felt like we have to do these over and over and over again. And when, when we're in that space, When we're in that space of doing that, um, we have to really think about this um, and really think about how is this going to help impact us, right? We have to think about, is is there something else that I can be doing? Well, here's the thing. As I said before, you have to kind of experience these things before you start realizing them. 
And when you do, it's time to step back and really take an account of what's important to you. When you step back and you look at it and you say, okay, I don't like this controlling. I don't like the, the idea that this person could take something from me after we have had an agreement. Well, one of the biggest things to lower someone else's ability to abuse you, especially as the business owner, is to have a contract in place. And it's challenging, right? Because in today's world, it's all about nurturing relationships. As a business owner, you want to nurture relationships. You want to have those connections. You want people, everybody wants people to like us. We all want people to like us. And we want people to feel that we care about them. And some people get incredibly uncomfortable with a contract. Incredibly uncomfortable. But when you are doing a contract with a client, what you want to see is that there should be protections in that contract for all parties. There should be protections for you and for your business and for your client or customer and their business or what it is that you're providing for them. And if you do not have a contract in place, you're setting yourself up for abuse. Yourself, you as a contract, you as a company, you're setting yourself up for abuse. It's actually very abusive to not have your business in alignment, to not have your systems in place, to not have your strategy in place, and most especially to not have contracts in place where there's clear understanding of what someone can expect from you and what they are expected to do in return. When you are not honoring what you agreed to verbally, you're actually saying to the other the other person, I didn't really mean what I said. I didn't really mean that I expect you to pay on time. I didn't really mean that I expect you to provide me this information at this time. I didn't really mean that you know, I'm going to need three weeks to produce this for you. Um, sure, I understand life was difficult, so therefore I have to work overtime in order to provide that for you. You're telling someone that you are easily manipulated when you do not put a contract in place. And you're also really letting the other person get derailed because they're not going to, if you're the owner and you're they're buying your services or products, you're not honoring them and letting them know exactly where they can stand with that contract. If that contract isn't in place, they may not remember the conversation. So you're not actually supporting them to be successful either. So there's abuse happening on both sides. A contract is one of the most important things that you should have. You should have a contract with your customers and clients. You should have a contract with your team members or your employees. I was in human resources for more than 20 years, and we had an employee contract with every single person. You need to lay everything out. Can contracts be broken? Yes. Do push people push the envelope on contracts? Yes. 
But more often than not, it's a way to honor each other and it's a way to help guide the relationship going forward. So ask yourself, which relationship do I have currently where there is not a contract in place? Make a list of those um, relationships. Make a list of where you have negated or avoided putting a contract in place because maybe you were uncomfortable actually speaking to a contract. This is where you have to put on your big girl pants, put on your big boy pants, and really step up and honor your business and honor yourself. Because if you don't have these contracts in place, you're putting your business at risk. You're putting your business at risk. So if you have a big contract with with one uh, customer, let's say, and you have, let's say you have 10 customers and the biggest con- the biggest um, customer that you have is you don't have a contract in place with them. And you depend upon the funds from them to help manage the rest of your business. If they do not come forward with the money, it puts the entire business at risk and it can put your relationship with your other customers and clients at risk as well. And that's a way to abuse your other customers and clients because you are not, you know, making things safe so that you're going to be able to go on with your business. Contracts, number one, absolutely for you and for everyone involved in your business. All right. We've got a lot more to share tonight. We're going to go off to our break. Do not go away. You're listening to Inspired Choices. I'm your host, Christine McIver. We are on our home station on Inspired Choices Network. We're talking all about business abuse tonight. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices based on our past experiences or based on what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join the Inspired Choices show with business optimization expert, Christine McIver, You'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know, but may not choose, that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back. She brings all her expertise to every show. Are you ready to create and live the life you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Inspired Choices Show with business optimization expert Christine McIver. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. 
Yes, I'm Christine. And tonight we're talking all about business abuse. Now, I do get that most people probably looked at this title, How to End Business Abuse, and thought about themselves, this is naturally natural human behavior, thought about themselves as being the one who is being abused. Here's the really interesting thing that I have learned over the years. That when you see and you look at yourself and you look at how you have possibly abused other people around you or yourself, you start to recognize the gaps of where you could be abused by others. So as you do your inner work, as you evaluate what choices you are making, what choices you have made in the past that you wouldn't make again, you start to enlighten yourself around where possibly you could be getting abused. Now, I did a big series, I think about a year ago, and it well, might have even been longer. Time goes so fast. And it was all about having courageous conversations. And the courageous conversations included conversations in relationships, conversations with employees, and conversations with um, customers. And that series was so good. I would strongly encourage you to go look for that courageous conversations. When when we need to have um, these conversations, people often will say, customers will say to me, I hate having conflict. I hate having conflict. I don't, I avoid conflict. If you are avoiding having a courageous conversation, and I'm I am most certainly using courageous instead of conflict. If you're avoiding having that conversation, you don't have your own back. And if you don't have your own back in business, how are you going to have your businesses back? How are you actually going to succeed and be happy in business if you are not willing to get uncomfortable? Every single, I think when you are in your own business, it's one of the absolute best places to grow yourself and really learn to grow up and really learn to do and look at things that are difficult and step forward with them. Learning to have a courageous conversation with someone is willing to say what works for you and what doesn't and being honoring to listen what works for them and what doesn't. So let's say worst case scenario, you have a courageous conversation with someone, maybe you forgot to, or you were un too uncomfortable to create an agreement or a contract with them, and they're just not feeling it. They don't wanna go on, and they wanna end the business relationship with you. They wanna end it without that contract, even if they had a verbal, okay? what are the What's the worst things that can happen? Well. You might go into an absolute panic and fold and let them get away with whatever they want, right? Go against your morals and your values. Who hasn't been there and done that, right? You might do that. You might um, get really angry at them, um, lose control, say things that you might later regret, and it follow you in business for some time until you build your reputation back up. It might be something that if you don't, in your mind, you're sitting there having this conversation, if they don't honor you and they walk away, it's going to impact you financially and you buy the lie 
that they are in control. So therefore you change your mind. You will go along in your business, working with them with resentment. Now, everything is energy, right? Everything is energy. You've heard me say this a million times. Every single solitary thing is energy. So if you are resentful in your business, what, what is the rest of your clientele going to be picking up on? Every time you work with that one particular client and you're resentful, how do you think the business is going to grow with that energy in it? That is like resentment is like pouring poison into your business. It does not work. Now, you can have a difference of opinion. You can come to a new agreement. But when you walk away from that courageous conversation, you need to walk away with respect for them, respect for yourself, and respect that you missed something. And in the future, you're not going to allow that. Does that make sense? When you're not willing to have these courageous conversations, when you're not willing to grow your confidence, like Sandy is saying in the chat room, when you're not doing these things, you're going to be at the effect of other people's desires and choices. Now, you, you don't have to have constantly be having these courageous conversations with people. But if you are going into business without an outline of what works for you and what doesn't, then you are going to be at the effect of other people. And that is so important. You understand this. You cannot get angry at someone who, quote unquote, abuses your services, expects more of you. If A, you don't have a contract, B, you don't stand up for yourself and speak about it, or C, change it for the future with that individual. You can't. You're responsible. And that, my friends, is the number one way that we abuse ourselves in business. We do avoidance. Avoidance of your responsibilities as a CEO is one of the greatest ways that you abuse you. One of the greatest ways that you abuse your expertise and your creativity because you suck the life out of your creation when you are abusing yourself. You need to get over it and you need to change things going forward. And above all else, you need to have your own back in business. You need to have your own back as to what you are going to, how you're going to operate your business, what the values are in your business the things that you are willing to compromise on and the things you are not willing to compromise on. Now, I have had situations, many situations where I've had to have courageous conversations. They're uncomfortable. They're not fun. I'm going to give you a few guidelines. Don't have those conversations when you're angry. Don't have those conversations when you're sad. Don't have those conversations when you're anxious or nervous. You need to, first of all, you need to have a coach. I don't care who you are. You need to have a coach that's going to help you to move through this. This is an area that I'm an expert in. Reach out to me if you are challenged with this and we can have a conversation and see what that looks like. But when you are going to have a courageous conversation, you need to, first of all, lay down everything on a piece of paper of what is not working for you. 
And then you need to, beside that, write out exactly what you want changed and what you are willing to compromise on and what you are not willing to compromise on. You've got to hold yourself accountable. So let's say you have this business relationship and the individual you felt took advantage of you and there was some abuse or you had to work a lot of extra hours because you didn't have this contract laid out properly or you didn't stand up and say, no, I'm sorry, that's not part of the contract, right? After it is said and done, you have to say, you have to admit when you have this conversation, look, this is what we agreed to. I went above and beyond and, and delivered this, but going forward, that's not going to be part of our agreement. Or if that is part of what you need, what you require, this is how much more money this is going to cost. And when you get confident with that, when you are settled, when it settles in your bones of your confidence around your value, that's going to be a much easier conversation for you to have. You see, most of the time when we do not want to have uh, conflict conversations, which everyone says, courageous conversations around what I say, when we don't want to have those conversations, it's because we're not secure in who we are. We're not secure in what we believe in and where our values are at. If someone is abusing you or manipulating you, with money, that's a relationship that is probably going to burn you in the end. And I would strongly suggest that allowing that person to leave, that contract or customer to leave, and allowing yourself to grow and learn from that will have you open to receive more people that are in alignment with your values. Again, keeping that person around, building resentment, working yourself to the bone, uh, paying out more maybe for your team members, your employees, actually losing money. How many people have we heard where they had to do all these extra things? And in the end, they, you know, what they were worried about losing that money in their business, actually, they it cost them twice as much. I have never heard anyone and course, I haven't spoken to everyone, but I've never heard anyone say, you know, I made these compromises because I needed the money and it was worth it. It's rarely worth it because of the impact that it has on your psyche and on your business practices going forward. Not to mention, think about this. If this is a long-term client that you hope to keep around, you are setting a precedence with them. And if there's other customers that are watching what's going on in this relationship, you could be setting a precedence with them as well. This is about having your own back in business and having your businesses back, having your employees back, having your bodies back, right? Because if we're pushing ourselves and we're anxious and we're physically working overtime and we're doing all these extras, we are abusing ourselves and we are abusing our creations. Our business is actually going to be at the effect of this abuse as well. It's going to impact you moving forward and you don't even know it until you're in it. All right, we are up to our next break. Do stick around. I've got so much more to share. You're listening to Inspired Choices. I'm your host, Christine McIver, here on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices based on our past experiences or based on what others believe. 
What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join the Inspired Choices Show with business optimization expert Christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back. She brings all her expertise to every show. Are you ready to create and live the life you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Inspired Choices Show with business optimization expert Christine McIver. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for being here tonight. I hope that this is contributing to you and you're thinking about how you can make things easier and most certainly more pleasurable for yourself in business. If you have a contract, and we've been talking a lot about the contracts, but this is one of the things that I want to share is if you have a contract with someone and you say in that contract, let's say something about late payments and what the results, what the consequences of late payments are, there, I'm not above having a conversation with someone and saying, hey, if you could move forward with the, the payment, you know, maybe we won't charge you interest or, or anything like that. That's an opportunity for yourself with that relationship with that, that uh, customer. But if that customer does not move forward with payments, it's really abusive for you not to actually take that action. You're actually saying to both yourself and to that individual that, you know what, I didn't really mean what I said in there. And I'm at the effect of you paying me whenever you want to pay me. There needs to be consequences. People need to step up in business and operate from a professional manner. And if that means interest, that means interest. If that means taking them to small claims court, that's what it means. You are not responsible for their choices. They entered into that agreement of their own accord. And as long as you've given them the full contract and you've given them at least three days to review that or take it to a lawyer, then you've done your due diligence and it's their responsibility. They're also an adult and they're capable of making these decisions. Don't worry about them. Don't be more concerned about them and their outcome than yours. But there's a way to do this with dignity and grace, that you do not need to be abusive when you're enforcing the, the contract, right? You can be respectful. You don't need to be bad-mouthing them. You don't need to be abusive in your language or in, in your emails, anything like that to them. 
but you need to be moving forward. I've had people that I've done all of the things that needed to be done. And, you know, they did not move forward with payment. And I did. I had to get a lawyer involved, unfortunately. And payments were required. And two of the three people that I did this with, they followed through. The third one did not. And it's unfortunate. You're going to have experiences like this in business. It's pretty normal, but it doesn't have to continue. It's a learning opportunity for you with your clients. Let's talk about some other forms of abuse and how you can change things for yourself. Having abuse from employees or team members. That's something that we don't talk a lot about. Um, a lot of business owners will just go along and they don't want to have to do the work. So they will put up with shoddy behavior. They'll put up with uh, disrespectful um, actions towards them. And um, you know what? One of the biggest things that happens is when you when you put up with that, what you're doing is you are really you're allowing them to impact your business, but they they could be doing things directly with your customers or your clients that could be far reaching that you don't know anything about. So if someone is showing you who they are and that they are abusive with their language to you, that they're not showing up, you need to hold them accountable. You know, I've had a number of employees over the years, business team members, and um, I didn't always have contracts. And that was, you know, that was on me. That was something that I absolutely should have had in place. But there was an understanding. And I remember this one situation in particular. And this person was basically um, going completely against something that she knew was definitely not in alignment with my business. And I had a conversation. Now, I'm going to encourage you to have a face-to-face -face conversation with each of your employees. You had a face-to-face -face when you hired them, have a face-to-face -face when you let them go and be straight up with them. Just say, this is not working. This type of action did not work for me. Um, this is why. And effective, you know, immediately, and I would always encourage you to do effective immediately, your services are no longer required. Now, from an HR perspective, you need to pay them lieu and notice. You don't want them coming back and bad mouthing you. You can't control them to do that, but at least you respect them as they leave. Um, at least one to two weeks lieu of notice is standard operating procedures for employees. Um, but being really clear that this is not a negotiation when someone has crossed that final line. This is not a negotiation. This is not a discussion. This is the facts. And move forward. Move on. If you have to do extra work in the intern, do that. But get really clear about what is acceptable and what is not acceptable in your business from a team member. Put a contract in place with your team members. Put the contract in place and do a regular review. I try to do a regular review with my team members at least at least twice a year. Um, sometimes it's not possible. Time seems to, to really, really fly on us. But what you're doing when you are reviewing your contract, you're reviewing their, their, their performance, you're also getting feedback from them. They, If they're working in your business, they could know a lot more about different aspects of your business than you're not aware of. And that can be a real asset for you when you sit down with them and you have a big conversation, you ask them questions like, 
what what do you think we could be doing differently? Where could we be more efficient? What would be something that would really add to the business? Having those conversations is a way of respecting them and allowing them to contribute to your business. But when you avoid having conversations, when you avoid asking them questions, you're not doing yourself any um any benefit and you're missing out on opportunities from those team members. And if they don't get to have contribution into the business, it, their position could be very unfulfilling for them. And then guess what? They leave. And then you're having to try to find another person. And then you're trying to train them. And this goes on and on and on. This can be a, a big cycle that repeats and repeats and repeats. That's a way of abusing yourself in business. It's abusing your business as well. You walk away feeling really worn out and really exhausted and overworked in areas that you should not be focusing in. These are extremely important areas you want to look at and how the abuse really can happen. Another big area that you want to look at is business abuse from influencers. And I know that this probably sounds very, very unusual, but how many of us are out here taking courses from other people, listening to what other people are suggesting, investing a lot of time and money to learn from other individuals and knowing in your gut that is not in alignment with me. That's not going to work for me. I don't have that kind of money to invest with that particular individual. And, and we go against that. We ignore that. And we believe that these people have all the answers for us. Now, someone should be able to educate and support and, and show you new possibilities. But if that's going against you and what works for you and what you're capable of managing or where you know, wait a second, this is not who I am. This is not what my business is about. Don't buy the lie that that influencer, that um, more quote unquote successful person than you has the answers for you. You need to be listening to yourself. You need to be listening to your gut and what is really true for you and what isn't. That's another big way that we abuse ourselves is we give power and control to other people in the way that our business is going to function. Now, in order for you to really get very clear about this and for you to be very clear about the direction of your business, you've got to be doing a lot of internal work. You've got to be doing your strategy work. You've got to be doing your individual personal development work and continuously striving to grow and learn more and more, constantly to be doing evaluations, constantly be looking at what is working and what is not working for you in business. You nearly need to, you know, when I was in um, the corporate world, every Monday morning, we did a, we had a business meeting with all the executives um, in the organization. And there would be about, it was, it was very, very funny because there was like, I think there was like seven or eight men around the table and myself. And so I would be sitting there with really strong, intelligent, very experienced men in this business and I would be sitting with them and we would be going through all sorts of aspects of the business that needed to be challenged, needed to be stretched, needed to be looked at. And we would, 
we would really um, run it through our, our mission of our business and the values of our business. And these were not values that we just put up on the wall and read them once a year. These were values that we incorporated into all of our big business decisions. And it was quite fascinating because we would sit there all day. And if we needed to come back Tuesday, we needed to come back Tuesday before we completed. We didn't rush through anything. We really uh, unpacked everything every single solitary week. Is that something that you can say about yourself? Or are you more of the employee in your business where you're jumping in to do all of the, the, the laboring and the tasks? You have to be the CEO of your business and the employee of your business. And if you're not wearing those two hats and you don't see the differentiation between the two of it, you are missing opportunities to grow. And when you're missing opportunities to grow, you're leaving money on the table. Do you want to do that? Do you really want to miss out on opportunities or do you want to grow your business? Abuse is not necessary, but it's common. And your responsibility in this is going to show you where things need to change and the power that you actually have in your business. There are going to be times where it's going to be very uncomfortable. And there are going to be times where you're going to need to really challenge yourself to step up. You can do this. You actually can do this. When you are uncomfortable, your body is saying to you, hey, this doesn't work for us. We need to look at this. Now, when you ignore that, when you ignore the signs that your body and your emotions are giving you, that's where you are abusing yourself. Take back your power in your business. Allow yourself to listen deeply to what is working and what is not working and have those boardroom tables for yourself. Sit down and evaluate your business and look at what is not working and how you need to change it. And if you were to start over again, what would you do differently? What would you do differently that no way you're going to do again? When you begin to do that, you start to take the control back into your hands. And then you bring back the excitement and the joy and the possibilities, and you start to open up to receiving even more. All right, we're up to our last break of the show. You're listening to Inspired Choices. We're talking all about abuse in business. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Stay tuned. Many of us make choices based on our past experiences or based on what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join the Inspired Choices Show with business optimization expert Christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back. She brings all her expertise to every show. Are you ready to create and live the life you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? 
Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Inspired Choices Show with business optimization expert, Christine McIver. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. All right. I've really been bringing a lot to, to this show and a lot of things for you to look at. I want to invite you into taking it one step at a time. You don't figure all this out right away and, and in one shot, and you certainly don't change everything in your business overnight. But allowing yourself to see what could be impacting you, what could be impacting your business is where you want to start. Abuse of power, manipulation, control really sucks the life out of your expertise out of your creations. It sucks the life out of everything and it sucks the life out of your finances as well. So I really want you to think about this as you walk away with all of the areas that I've invited you to look at and all of the areas that I've invited you to take some responsibility. And I say responsibility because you have the ability. You have the ability to respond to negative situations in your business and you are the CEO of your business. So you get to make these decisions and you get to make the decisions that work for you in alignment with you. Yeah, there might be some tight times. Yeah, there might be some uncomfortable times, but they don't have to last. Honoring you is one of the most important things that you can do in business. That's how your business is truly, truly gonna grow. The last area that I want to talk about tonight is I want to talk about business abuse coming from financial situations. How many of you have started your business because you were in need of money? You know, most people don't leave a very high paying job outside of your own business to start their business with a lot of revenue, a lot of cash flow coming in. Many people that are starting their own business from their home base or a small office outside of their home oftentimes need to have cash flow coming in and they don't have a large reserve of finances waiting for them. What starts to happen is they start to dip into their savings or perhaps they begin to use their credit card to try to float expenses because they're in the middle of getting these contracts coming in or developing customer relations. They're investing in marketing. They're investing in equipment to do their job. All of these things are important and, and they are investments for sure. But when we are not honoring ourselves by really paying attention to how much we are stretching ourselves and we're not 
making wise financial choices that take care of us and really setting ourselves up for success financially, that can end up costing us a great deal of money. Financial abuse is something that we oftentimes do to ourselves because we are avoiding what's truly right in front of us. We know that we've got expenses that we've stretched ourselves too far on. We know that perhaps, you know what, I've invested a great deal more money in this than I had coming in. What's going out is twice as much as what's coming in. That's abuse when we don't step back and we don't work with someone that has a strong financial sense to really help us to strategize and to figure out how we can get into a better, strong financial position. Financial abuse is something that creeps up on us. It can creep up on us before we know it. Um, we really have our heart in the right place. We're working hard. You know, I was there. I was working and working and working and doing all the best that I could, but I was not looking deeply at the day-to-day -day functions of the finances. And I was stealing from Peter to pay Paul and crossing my fingers that that client was going to say yes. And it took me a long time to learn how to operate from a place that is a cash flow positive position and one that works for me with my life. You're, uh, you should not be at the effect of your business. You should be able to work with your business to the space that it gives you pleasure and joy but you also have to learn to grow. You're an expert in your area of expertise. You're not an expert in finances. You're not necessarily an expert in sales. You're not necessarily an expert in having employees. And that's where having a coach that has the, that knowledge and that expertise can support you. One of the best investments you can make is in a coach. And having somebody there that is going to really challenge you to look at things and has a big macro view on what goes on in business can save you thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and sleepless nights. You deserve to have joy in your business. And it's critical that you start looking at the truth of how you're behaving and what is abuseful in your business. Thank you all so much for being here. I really do hope that this contributes to you. And I would love to invite you to reach out to me. You can email me, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca. Until next week, I want you to remember, you can always make another choice. Take good care of yourself. See you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, be willing to choose what you really desire. This is your life, making the choices that bring you all that you desire.